0: Did you ever call him out about his dodgy goal celebrations or the cartwheel? No, I never really
1: asked him about it that (laughs) way.
2: E1 Daily in its fourth week now of consistent weekday podcast with me, Ian Wallace, Simeon, and Peter Wright. And for the next few days, singer, songwriter, member of hugely successful UK boy band Blue, and a massive, massive Spurs fan, Anthony Costa. Good Anthony, off. good what, afternoon, lads. Welcome. What a, what a pleasure is to have oh, you here with us. That's all right. Good to be here. Brilliant. And what were you up to pre coronavirus and yeah. how are you coping with the current lockdown
1: situation? We were rehearsing a play or a musical called Zorro. We did five weeks in that, so I was travelling from Essex to uh, Wimbledon every day. And then we were supposed to open in Manchester. We went up to Manchester. We rehearsed the week, dress rehearsed it. We did two performances, and then got the call that we can't do it anymore because of mm. going to go into lockdown. So it was a, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah. And what what's, what's the sort of plan for the show now? Is it on hold until? I believe it's on hold. Yeah. So we're fingers crossing and praying that it goes back out later in the year. So you never know, but there's so many other shows that have been cancelled or put on hold until this is all over. So it's it's, it's a case of if and when there's a theatre available. Yeah. Mm. That's a real shame, isn't it? And yeah. how, how are you? How are you coping um, in the Essex uh,
2: uh, countryside uh, it, in the current um,
1: lockdown? I'll tell you what, mate. I'm thankful that I've got a li- I've got a garden in where where I live in my house because the kids are just just too much, mate. I don't know, how <laughs> mums or stay at home dads or stay at home mums do it. It's just been not The thing is, I do like coming home. Don't get me wrong. I love spending yeah. the time with the family, but I love that sense of okay, I'm going to go to work next week, or I'm going to go yeah. to work a couple of days we just don't know. Obviously, like yourselves, we're all in limbo and we don't know what, what's going on.
2: Yeah, I,
1: I think many people are like
2: that. I, I sort of uh, miss that going to work thing. And yeah, so I think everyone's in that same sort of situation, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. If we can sort of just go into sort of a little brief history uh, of you, Anthony. So, you were born yeah. in Edgware, North London, in 1981, the year we won yeah. the FA Cup. A month That's after, it. pretty much.
1: A month after, mate. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, uh, um, you gone. formed the R&B Pop Group Blue with Duncan James, Lee Ryan and Simon Webb in mm-hmm. 2000. Stepping yeah. single, All Rise, reached number four in the UK Singles Chart in May. Yeah. But Follow-up single, Too Close, reached number one in the UK singles chart. (laughs) Album, All Rise, was released at Christmas time and reached number one, selling over 1.8 million albums. Second studio album, One Love, was released in October 2002, reached number one again. A third studio album, Guilty, was released in 2003 and again reached number one. And then Blue won the Brit Brit Awards for Best British uh, Breakthrough Act in 2002. Um, british pop act in 2003 yeah and then also you know, you done a duet with uh, sorry seems to be the hottest well hardest word with elton john which reached number one
1: yeah incredible that, yeah that went number one in about 30 countries so oh, um, really yeah well, mate that was our that was our sort of a breakthrough song Um, that's the song that sold the One Love album at the time so yeah mate, it was great it was fantastic
2: Peter, you've got a question you want to ask Anthony about the the duet
1: Basically, Anthony, I'm a songwriter as well and
0: uh, there's a connection there from way back back. I remember sitting down with your A&R man, Hugh Goldsmith at yes. at, uh, at innocent, innocent, innocent yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I remember. I sort of. I, I walked in there with my bag of CDs, trying to sell a few songs. And I remember, yeah. he played me "All Rise," and I thought, "This is a smash. You know, it's like a one, wow. a one listen smash." And there was nothing in my briefcase full of CDs to match it. So I went, I went off and wrote a song, which I thought would be good for the band. I don't think you ever got to hear it though. <laughs>
1: No, listen, mate. If you've got any songs, throw them my way, mate.
0: Email them to me. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a quick blast of the song, the one that got away, the one that. This is just. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you'll hear this, but I'll drop it into the podcast. This is it. Is that me singing? No, no, that, that, was, that was me and the guy I wrote it with.
1: A guy who's called the, Pete. Pete. he's a singer? Peter Boys. That sounds like me, man. I'm not picking myself up. But that sounds yeah, no, like no, me back no, in the day, no, man. No, we, <laughs> we were seriously weird. modelling it on
0: you guys. So I went away and we kind of studied it and I thought, right, let's... And I, and I, I to be fair, I went back to see your A&R and I really liked it, but you know the powers that be and the politics and everything. It didn't. I don't think ever got to you. you know? <laughs> no, I've never heard it,
1: but that's a, that's an old that's, that's old school. That is that's really old. Yeah, school. Yeah, you got cast um, your
0: went back to 2001, and it's the yeah, one, the I mean, one that got away. We've and... 20 years now, <laughs> haven't we,
2: nearly? So, yeah. Peter, do you not think that would hold its place? And Anthony, I mean, I'm not very musical, but do you think that might hold
0: its place now in, in I music? I think the groove would outdated? be a, the groove would need to be updated. I think <laughs> yeah, to make It needs more... to be
1: updated. because it's, <laughs> it's, it's proper old school. That old bumping me head just now that it yeah. that was very blue. That yeah. What, yeah. what you played just now was very, very blue, yeah. Well, uh, he, from, from the old days, but yeah. the thing, the funny thing about All Rise was we never liked the song, really. Right? No, when we first recorded it, because the way well, you being a producer and songwriter, the way that we got produced was really staccato y because the producers were from Norway, they right. were very like, well oh, Stargate, like and the,
0: Stargate yeah, yeah, Stargate, so yeah. they
1: were very much like. On the beat, one for the money, and the yeah. radic, and ma- making us sound like robots. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, "What is going on here?" And we we're so we're singers. We want to sing soul. We want to sing R and B. And then because the, the backing track was very, very pink. Remember when Pink first came out? She was oh, very yeah. quite rock, quite sort of really banging chorus. Yeah. And you know, I'm not not taking anything away from her. She's she's a genius. But we were like, boys, this is not where we want to go. Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. then. We went back to the rail company, and Hugh Goldsmith said, "Oh, Will, we've got your first single." So and we were like, "Yes, if you come back." And he went, "No, no, no, it's all right." And so we were like, "What?" Yeah. And then he played us what you hear today. Yeah. So they flipped it. They basically flipped it. They made our vocals and condensed it and tightened it all up. And yeah. And that's what you hear today. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, got, it's, it's a funny thing because uh, it's a time of really
0: manufactured pop, where well, they knew, knew they knew what they were yeah. doing. I actually worked with your vocal coach. Is, is it a black dude? that you worked Daniel with Thomas? On. Yeah, I think he did a demo. We did a demo with him because he said, I I do vocal coaching for Blue. You
1: know, said, Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he vocal coached us for Eurovision oh, in right. 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good lad, Daniel. And Rob
0: Davis, you worked with him. You did, I think you might have... Done oh, Rob Davis, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did the One Love album. What a track.
1: Yeah, he did a song called Right Here Waiting, which again was a bit yeah. really left field for Blue, but yeah. I'll tell you what Right Here Waiting was. It was a good concert song. Yeah, I don't think it was ever a single but concert vibe, it really went down well. Yeah, Rob, Rob Davis um, and
0: I, uh, we go back years. You know, we've written for years. Oh, together. wow. Yeah, he's a great mate of mine. Do you know what, Anthony's
2: really funny? Peter sort of keeps all his singer-songwriter stuff very close to his chest, and now he's got
0: someone to talk to about. It. It's
2: brilliant. It's <laughs> oh, bless
1: you, Pete, man. No, yeah. Speak away, man. It's yeah. like, this is your life. It's
0: great. I wonder what it was <laughs> like sharing a studio with Elton John and whether there was
1: much football ban- banter going on. There. Yeah, that's what we, that, that, that was my... I brought that to the table. Yeah, Elton John literally came down and he was only originally going to play the piano. He only wanted to play the piano. He was really adamant, you know, as much as he's a fantastic pro. He was, no, I haven't got time. I think the boys are great. Let them do the song. I'll just play the piano. Right. So he came down and we was at the studios in Barnes. What was, if you can remember the studio. Olympic studios,
0: yeah. Is it it Olympic? Yeah, 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 that's
1: it. So we're all sitting there waiting for him and he's turned up, lovely bloke. And he went, oh, all right, I'll play the piano. He played the piano. He went, oh, boys, would you mind if I just laid down the vocal? He said, if, if, he, if you don't like it, I won't be offended. He obviously swore he went, don't fucking worry about it. Just, he raised me off. And then we were like, no, mate, it's your song. You do what you want, mate. <laughs> yeah. And he did, and it's what you hear today. Wow.
2: That's a brilliant song.
1: What would be your your, your favourite blues song you've, yeah, out of all, all the ones you've done? For me, I always think about the memories of each song. I like the time and the place. And I particularly really liked... A song called "This Temptation," which was a song written by Elliot Kennedy oh, in right, Sheffield. Yeah. That was yeah. that was one of our first still songs we recorded. Still works, yeah. still works, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a time where no one knew who Blue were. We were just still finding our feet. We was you know writing and recording and loads of songs. And this temptation came up, and it's very. I'm a massive George Michael fan, so it was. It's got very much of a, a George Michael groove to it, and yeah, it, it was a. Favorite song of mine for many a year, so yeah, I loved it. And Sim, you were quite young,
2: obviously, when Blue sort of came out in 2000. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I was about you know 30 odd, I suppose. And um, me and the lads were massive fans, you know. We were oh, huge bless fans. Her. But but you know, what, Anthony, we, we were huge fans so much so that we were quite hedonistic at that time. And when we used to sort of come back from uh going to raves or nightclubs, we used to always say, like, what our favourite <laughs> member of blue would be and whether or not they would be a great, great laugh on a night out. And for years, obviously, because you support Spurs, you were yeah. like, well, come on, let's, let's get into And, and I told one of the lads that you were going to be on this today,
1: he goes, "Oh, do you remember when we were trying to get him to come to cricket with us? <laughs> oh, blimey, cricket. Well, listen, I would have loved to have come, but I would have been absolutely crappy. at it. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you dodged it there. You dodged the bullet there, right? No, 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 I'm, it was... It was to watch it and drink all day, have oh, and banter. Right. That, that's what it was. Play. Right, right,
3: right. Yeah, I
1: would have come down. I would have come down. I'd rather... Yeah, be brilliant. Uh, yeah, no, I remember doing our first concert at Wembley Arena, and the lads were all wearing, like, basketball tops, and I, I'm not into basketball. It's not, not really my sport. Mm-hmm. And I had my Tottenham top on, and if you, look, if you ever watch, if you ever get time, you're a bit bored, and you want to laugh, mm-hmm. watch the One Love backstage DVD, I'm wearing my Tottenham top. And top. And she's Good going. Idea. My, my, my our stylist is going. Yeah, but you can't wear that. And I went. Yeah, but I'm I'm Spurs. I want to represent. And then after many a, a discussion, she made me. went, she went, Do you know what, Costa, just wear it. And yeah, it was it was quite a mad reaction because it was loads of cheers because obviously there were Spurs fans there and there was yeah. a few. Booze as well, because it must have been like loads of Man United fans, isn't it? Being in London, so uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get that dig in
0: there. Rob Davis is Mrs. So, no longer with us, sadly. But her favourite was Duncan. I think she was a bit sweet on him.
1: Yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. You she remember was going? a really nice lady. bless her. She
0: was lovely. Did she bake you any of her famous sort of home baking? Yes, yeah, she was. <laughs> she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is no. he still in the same house? No, no. He he got oh, because he had that really huge hit with Kylie, didn't he? Right around yeah, yeah. about the same time he now lives in Bromley area he still drags me out to get pissed every, every now, and, uh, now and then please, yeah. please give
1: him my best mate I please will give him do my yeah. best. quick
2: question so obviously at the height of Blues fame I mean you were hugely hugely famous like year 2000 2005 you, know, you were possibly as famous as the footballers if not more so did you ever get To mix with any of the Spurs Yeah, all the time,
1: mate. All all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really good friends with Robbie Keane at the time. Um, Wow. My favourite player of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's such a lovely bloke. I've got a lot of of funny stories with him. He used to just find me up pissed. Or when he's had a few drinks, saying, all right, all right, all right. All right. (laughs) Really drunk. Um, (laughs) Such a good lad. Such a good lad. Defoe was always a gentleman. He was a really, really lovely. But I used to see him out all, all out in the uh, Essex area. So, uh, Sean Davis as well at the time. Oh, he was yeah. a funny geezer. We used to meet at Faces in, in Gants Hill when he's to be yeah. there. And, yeah, good lads, mate. Really, and that was a really nice time for me because being such a massive Spurs fan, you know, I remember going on the pitch even when we was in Birmingham. We were doing Birmingham Arena one night on Saturday night and, and Spurs were playing Birmingham at Birmingham. Oh, wow. you know, and, I, and I got invited down, I went on the pitch, and Glenn Oddo invited me in the dressing room, and that's when I first properly met Robbie King, who was an absolute gentleman. And we just hit it off, mate, absolutely hit it off, because he knew Nicky from Westlife, because Nicky from Westlife was at Leeds as a kid, as, as a goalkeeper, and we had that little bit of banter, and, you know, exchanged numbers and, and became mates, and, but I haven't seen him for a few years now, because obviously he went to America and we just lost contact. Johnny Woodgate as well, I see him out all the time. And then sort of, I sort of went different ways, do you know what I mean? And then sort of social media coming, in and then, you, and then I did, see, you know, you don't see as many Spurs players out because of social media yeah. and, you know, etc., etc. et cetera. But I'm p- pleased that I we were at a time where there was no social media and it was all, yeah. it's just all about
3: genuine people. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you have really. any dealings with um, Andy Reid? I heard he's a bit of a rogue lad and... Mate, like he
1: drink was him. hilarious. Yeah. Actually, I seen I seen him at strictly come dancing when my mate when Lee was on it uh, a couple of years back. Um, one of his mates was on it as well. The cricket, I can't I can't remember his name. Yeah, Andy Reid was a lovely bloke as well. And yeah, he's a good lad. Like, good lad, like, Alan Hutton. Mm. I remember him. Yeah, yeah, do. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he used to be out all the time. And yeah, just lovely blokes, mate. Lovely, lovely blokes. And I I, I used to get starstruck because obviously you'd see him out. And once you get past that starstruck stage then they sort of become you know in inverted commas normal people did you not feel though
2: that obviously you were a huge star at the time did yeah. i love i love i love the normality and the humbleness of you like the humility yeah. of you they must have felt a little bit starstruck or yeah not, or they, not...
1: i mean it was all about because th- it's that old saying isn't it footballers want to be singers and singers want to be footballers yeah. so you yeah. know Kino used to say to me oh man what's it like you know people that you know screaming for you and he goes i can play football and half the crowd want to be a Spurs fans and half the crowd are Arsenal fans and you're getting cheered and you're getting booed, whereas, you know, you doing in a band, everyone's there to see you and it's great. And, a, and it's just funny. And then we used to get up and do a bit of karaoke together. Did you ever call yeah. him out about his dodgy goal celebrations of the cartwheel? No, thing? I never you really know. asked him about it that, <laughs> <place laughs> <to be laughs> that I'll tell you one person who was a lovely bloke, God rest his soul, was Justin Edinburgh. Oh, um, Yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah, he, he turned up once at uh, a Wembley gig and obviously our manager at the time was a big gooner and uh, he used he to absolutely terrorise me every every year. And he said to me, there's someone in there that wants Salotia. He brought his family. So he's obviously bought tickets, but he knew that I was a massive Spurs fan. And um, bless him, he was such a nice bloke, man. And he was in like the VIP area and I went up to him I was like, oh my God, just let him, bro,' you know. And then I, the first question was, did you mean to be sent off against Leicester City? <laughs> Savage. On. And, and, and started, Savage, and he, and he laughed. He really laughed. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, he's a great bloke, and I've met David Ginola over the years. Oh, he, wow. He's an absolute legend, um, legend. Because I used to do a podcast as well called "I Went to Spurs," and he came on that, yeah. and, and Mickey Hazard as well, and loads of people, loads of Spurs players.
3: Is that the podcast you do with Crackers? <laughs> Yeah, we haven't done yeah. it for many a years now because we yeah, uh, yeah. has
1: moved to Lanzarote. So, uh, mm. yeah, we, we don't do that as much now. Right, the glory is the technology.
3: We're yeah. displaying
0: it here. Yeah, I heard you, I I know, heard, I heard I you know on Talk Sport. You yeah. come on <laughs> I heard you talking on Talk Sport about that back in the day. About uh, It was just before a North London derby. And I remember you talking about that. And I, I remember the name, Owen oh, When the Spurs, and we stole it for our WhatsApp group chat. I thought, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have that yeah. now. <laughs> so I swiped it. No, it's yeah. all good, mate. It's all good.
2: Yeah. So obviously you were born in 81. We won the, yeah. the Cup. So in 91, we won the Cup again. So you're age 10. What's your sort of memory of that Cup final? must have been fantastic. Being yeah,
1: I mean, game. my memory of that was I was living in Highbury at the time. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in the 80s, my dad and my granddad had about my granddad owned three shops on in Highbury, a place called Mount Grove Road, which was obviously near the Highbury Stadium. And my dad had a factory there. So back in the day in the 80s, a lot of Greeks, Turkish people, Jewish people had clothing. It was a manufacturing game. So my dad's factory was there, and we moved to Cyprus in 87 and came back in 1990. And we had nowhere to live. So we ended up living in my dad's factory for about six months. And then my granddad... Gave us one of the flats because he was waiting for a tenant to leave. Anyway, he gave us one of the flats upstairs, and it was like a two-bed flat. And I went to had to go to school in Highbury, and I was the only Spurs fan. Oh, no! Yeah, yeah <laughs> mate. Yeah, yeah. That was hard, man. That was hard. And luckily, I could look after myself. I mean, I'm not a fighter, but my dad opened the caff in Mangrove Road. And the day we beat Arsenal in the FA Cup semi-final, my dad put Spurs everywhere. But because my because my dad was really light... It was more banter, do you know what I mean? It wasn't hatred, yeah. it wasn't nothing wrong, nothing untoward. It was just banter. And You know, right. they used to come to my dad's calf cath- before an Arsenal game to have a cup of tea and, and a fry right. um, yeah. I was, that's I was a- in the library, mate. So, yeah, oh, my God. I've got many memories there. Yeah. That, that must, be, fantastic, like, isn't it? It must oh. be like being in,
0: in the away end, watching Spurs with the away supporters. That's what it must be like. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely,
1: mate, absolutely. <laughs> but there was a few Spurs on that road where I lived. Yeah. Okay. A, few, a, few, a few lads, a few Jewish boys. I remember Dave he used to work in an insurance company. He was two doors down. He, he was a big Spurs fan. And he actually looked like Ralph Coates. He looked a bit like Ralph Coates, bless him. Oh, with the
0: comb over.
1: <laughs> the comb over, yeah. With, with the comb over, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he looked like him. But yeah, that's the memories of 91 that I have. And unfortunately, we haven't won the FA Cup seats, which is a shame.
2: Well, yes, I mean... <laughs> but as,
1: but, in, but in then obviously you were 10 then, and then in the your 90s,
2: you're aged 10 to 20. I mean, the 90s, living around that sort of area, must have been no, really
1: I'm dark moved, period. No. So, Yeah, exactly. So in 92, I moved to Golders Green, and then Edgeworth. Right. So I went back to my roots, and yeah, 99 was a special year, because obviously we won the League Cup, and, and I remember... I was, what, I can't remember now, what was 18, I mean, it, was 17, 19, 17, oh, yeah. so just before the band yeah. kicked on, I remember watching the game in Edgeware, and then obviously Alan Nielsen scoring that goal, Yep. Yeah. and then me just running down Edgeware High Street in my Tottenham top, and me Schultz just running down, people thought I must have been a nutter, but yeah, it was great, it was good times, mate, good times, yeah, but yeah. the 90s, the 90s gets a lot of stick, and I think rightly so, but there was something about the 90s Spurs, late 90s, that... I don't know, man. It was just... There was a bit of camaraderie there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was, yes. something, there. There was something there. I don't know what it was. Like when we Do, had to lose against Man United to so Arsenal don't win the cup and typical yeah. Spurs, we go 1-0 up. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. sake, come <laughs> on. You know, any that's, other day of the week,
2: that wouldn't have happened. That's really be. interesting you say that because one of my periods of watching Spurs was I, I did enjoy going in the 90s. I think purely because i never had any expectations. So we used always go to the pub... Always the pub beforehand, you know, five or six pints. You get in there about ten minutes, gone. It just, it just was a good laugh.
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. And I, I, I miss the old Whitehall Lane. I must admit, I know I'm going to cause controversy here, but oh, I miss too. the old Whitehall Lane.
2: I really do. But what's, what's, what's your favourite memory of the old Whitehall
1: lane. lane? Oh, there's so many, fella. I mean, where do I start? For oh, God, where do I start, mate? Beating Watford in the uh, League Cup quarter-finals. In the early 2000s, you got the Arsenal, you know, the, the, the Arsenal games, the North London derbies, beating yeah. Chelsea's and the Gareth Bales of this world and the Modric's of this world, the Van der Vaart, who I just absolutely adored. I absolutely loved that boy. Mm. Do you remember a game, sorry?
0: Anthony, sort of in the late 90s, sorry to interrupt, we beat Chelsea 5-1 in a yeah. League Cup semi-final? Do you yeah. remember that game? Yeah, I, think I think we had, yeah. I think we had, uh, that Sherwood played, I think he was playing in that, it's late nineties. I'm sure it was around about that time.
1: It was early two thousands. Because I tell you when it was, it well, was. When we lost
0: the final. Yeah, we lost yeah, it the Blackburn. Yeah, totally. yeah two thousand and two. Well, I, I, that yeah. that night we really completely demolished Chelsea under the lights of the Lane, and uh, yeah, I fell out with the missus, and we weren't talking. So I didn't have anybody to share my joy with. I didn't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. And then you've got, you got the. Uh that year and the Les Ferdinands in this world and the Carl Walker against Arsenal, that screamer. There's been so many great memories, man. And I just miss that. I miss the sort of the stairs going up to the ground and and, and going up to your seat and the smell of like... Yeah, the peanuts. It's not like that now. It's too, I don't know, it's great. It's at a fantastic stadium and I'm... I'm absolutely buzzing that we've, we've managed to, to, to build it and, and get on with the times. But I don't know, there's something quite concrete yeah, about it. That's all. I'm not dissing it,
3: by all means. Yeah. But I think in a stadium, you need the moments to just build the kind of connection with the place. And obviously, we've, we've gone through so many moments at the old White Hart Lane, and it was such a special yeah. place. I think we just need to give it time. But I'm with you as well. I, 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 I really yeah, miss yeah, the yeah. old place. Yeah, I think the
2: Sun
0: yeah, goal against Burnley, that was a moment, I think. We need more moments like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, we just need to kick on now. You know, we need to. We need some. We need some momentum going. You know, and hopefully, Mister Mourinho could come deliver that. Justin Edinburgh was in both those finals.
0: I mean, the ninety-one yeah. final and obviously the nineteen ninety-nine. We got Senor. He was in both those key games. He was. It? Yeah. He was,
1: mate. He was, and he was such a nice bloke. Absolute diamond of a geezer. Yeah. And it's just mm. sad that we've lost him.
0: You'd have been ten for that ninety-one final. Do you? Yeah. What's your memory of that?
1: My memory was I just couldn't relax and I was the worst person to watch Spurs with. Me and my mum are the worst people to watch Spurs with because I used to be so negative straight away. My dad on the other hand is more relaxed. He's like, relax, he just keeps off. And I'm like, dad, <laughs> da, like shut up, son, just relax, sit down. And I remember the Inter Milan game when Gareth Bale became Gareth Bale. Yeah. yeah, we couldn't win a game with him. Am I right or wrong? We couldn't win a game yeah, with him. Couldn't, no. And and I see his name on the team sheet. And I was like, here we go, here we go. We're gonna lose this. We're gonna lose it. And my dad was like, relax, we have not kicked off yet. And then what happens? <laughs> Gomez gets sent off. It's oh, yeah. right there, and and <laughs> it was typical down. Spurs. Typical <laughs> Spurs. Was it Gomez that got sent off? Could have yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. It was Gomez, yeah. wasn't it?
3: Four 0 down. were we?
1: four. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, typical Spurs. Spursy like, type know, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't do anything like that in, in, in the whole season They do it against An important game like that you know? yeah. Do you have any like, Relationship On an official level With the club? Not really anymore I used to I used to do like like The pitch side interviews Sometimes at half time Or after the game But I haven't done For a few years now
2: mm. Is that something You'd like doing Or you, you just haven't got the time to
1: do? I'd love to do it, but again, it's it's all changed, mate. I used to know everyone from like the, the reception people to the cleaners to the main bosses, and they used to take me into the Bill Nick suite and the Lily White suite. You know, I remember once after the Man City game, I think we lost three two or two one. It was you know we lost. We was, we, we was one 0 up and we lost that. And I remember Mike Dean being the uh, being the wreck. Oh, yeah. Not Mike Dean. Who's the <laughs> other one? Like Mike Dean. Right, right probably, that's, it, yeah.
2: that's
1: it. Yeah. He was there. And Glen Hoddle, he asked me a question. He said, So what do you think? We shouldn't have lost that, should we? I mean, it's the rest fault. You know, things like that. And I was standing there, and the legend that is Glen Hoddle yeah. standing wow. there. You know what I'm saying? I remember being at Man United when Mendes scored that goal that never oh, stood. Man. I was in the corporate bit of Man United. Yeah. And um, I stood up, I have screamed, I shouted. Oh, yeah. And Matey Boy from Coronation Street was there. Kevin Webster with the moustache. Sit down, pal. Sit down, pal. It's not a goal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mate,
3: that's a goal. Because you could tell, you could tell from from the picture that everyone's got their hands in their heads. Kind of like going a bit more back to the music. Um, obviously when you had your success was more in sort of like the you could call it like the HMV and Woolworth days where people would physically take your album off the shelf and and it's kind of yeah. like the the process now is gone down the Spotify and the Apple route and. Do you think there was something more kind of? I mean, I remember, I remember Woolworths. I must have been about ten when it closed down. But just, would you say there was something more special about that kind of period of, of the music industry? Absolutely, mate. There was nothing mm.
1: more exciting than people would probably back me up here yeah, yeah, about yeah. a midweek chart and oh, yeah. and knowing how many units you've shifted and yeah. going into HMV or Woolworths or yeah. doing a sign in and doing this and our price of this world and everything else. And for me. It's all about physical. I, I just love buying a CD. I just love reading the song lyrics, or reading even the thank yous. And now it's so easy to, to download a song, and yeah, you know yeah. I've become that person that's lazy and I, and I don't like it. I, 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 I'm quite old- school in that, in that sense. Yeah, I'm with you there, man.
0: just the physical yeah. hold, holding the physical product. I've got there's my, no music uh, yeah.
1: shows. Actually be a Great Britain that, that, that do these amazing artists, and you can't release your songs because there's no music. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Did
0: yeah. you cast your mind back to 2003, a film called Love Actually? I think. Yeah, we were on yeah. that, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. I just wondered how you felt about being beaten to number one by a fictional character, <laughs> Billy Mack. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: he was outselling well, Blue fun. by yeah. 2 too we, we were supposed to be in that. We were supposed <laughs> to be, like surprise him on stage because yeah. I think he draws on us, did not he, Or are yeah. And we were supposed to make an appearance, but we couldn't because we was on tour at the time. But, yeah. yeah, mate, listen, it's all good. It's all a bit of fun, is it?
0: One of my favorite. Singles of yours, Fly By. Was that not the second single, or was too
1: close the second single? No, too close was. Uh, Fly yep. By was the fourth single, which basically sold the All Wise album. All oh, right. It kicked on. It kicked on from that.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: There's it a remix of that, which I really like. That's right. Yeah. 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 Correct.
3: Correct. This one's more about kind of like your reality, your reality TV career as well. I'm a celeb. I've never spoken to anyone who's been on that show before, and I just. The one thing I've just always wanted to know is like the hunger. How real is it? Because I'm a I'm a it's five real, s- mate. I'm a five or six meal a day man. I could not imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I not imagine know, being told to it. It's, a, told like it's, it's one real, today. mate. It's real. Yeah. There's
1: no pizzas after dark. There's no burgers. Yeah. It's real, mate. And you know, it's all about the amount of stars you get. But for me, you learn a lot about yourself in there. You know, yeah. you sort of you take things for granted when you're at home. You know, having a cup of tea or having a hot shower or having you know, a cold drink and stuff and, and over there you had to really
3: knuckle down and
1: roll your sleeves up and get stuck in.
3: Yeah, 15 days was it you were in there? But yeah,
1: just under three weeks, yeah, so yeah. it was good,
3: mate. I think one of the funniest kind of things I've heard recently was um, when Harry was in it the other year and he goes like, I thought there was, because he, he admitted, didn't he, that he hadn't seen the show yeah. or anything and he goes, where's the where's the kind of van serving the bacon sarnies? You yeah. like, thought it was it. just, you yeah, yeah, thought yeah, it was all yeah. staged, not. So, huh.
1: Yeah. I know,
2: mate. I know. I know. Crazy, mate. Crazy. <laughs> do you remember, Anthony? Do you remember though? Um, there was a there was a social media thing at the time about because you were a Spurs fan. All the Spurs people were trying to vote for you, and I mean, I remember I voted loads of times. Obviously, do you remember that? Were you aware of that happening? No, I wasn't aware of that. No. But oh, thank wow. you very much, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you owe me about forty quid, though. <laughs> No worries, mate. No worries. I'll buy you a bit. Uh, I just want to ask you a question, though, about in there. Because like, you were in there with Carol Thatcher, one-head, Cherie Murphy, Sid, yeah. Jimmy Osmond, Bobby Ball, Jenny Frost, David Dixon, Kimberly Davies, fit as anything, Tommy yes. Cannon. But <laughs> was there much talk about football in there? Because there's lots of boys in there, you know, and
1: no. Sheree Murphy, Harry Kuehl's wife. Yeah, me, me and Cherie go back years, mate, because I knew her from back in the day. She's lovely. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were speaking about Liverpool and Harry Kuehl and that. But I, I remember the game where I missed, I think it was us against Wigan, and Edgar Davids scored. And, um, Dude, away, uh, wasn't it, yeah. It was away, and I, was I like, remember that know the score. Oh, yeah. And they were like, look, what do you want to know? Do you want to have a message from your family or the Spurs result? And I remember choosing the Spurs result. Because I was like, look, I'm going to see my family you know, like, next week anyway. But I just want to know the Spurs score. Oh, so, that's uh, a massive yeah, call. Know, I'm loving I'm that. Know, that. That is I a massive that's
2: I like massive. Bad, I love
0: it. it. I bad. love it. I'm... You've gone up in my estimation a bit more, actually. <laughs> you seriously cool. get hungry on that show, though.
1: Oh, completely. Completely. And you don't know what time it is, either. So you yeah. don't know what time you do the try, you don't know what time you eat. It's just crazy.
2: I once read an article about you a while back. It sort of resonated with me. Not, not that I'm stalking you like in an Alan yeah. Partridge way. But you sort of said if you wasn't doing music or acting, you wanted to be a comedy
1: writer. Have you, you sort of ever yeah. done any? No, I've done, I've done a few comedy roles over the years, like a few short films and that. But yeah, comedy writing is something I'd love to do and, and do something with a drama, either be in it or help write something. Because, I don't know, I just, I just love being creative. I really do. and I think sometimes, because I've sung all my life on and off, I don't really bring music home, which is a shame. I mean, I do listen to music, don't get me wrong, but me, the passions, the acting side of things and being someone else for like, two hours a day on stage or in a British film or a play on stage. I love that. I love finding character. I love being in amongst it all and, and finding that. You've done a lot of theater haven't you, recently, Anthony? And is, yeah. is that sort of your passion or is it more TV? Absolutely. No, it's, it's theatre, TV. It's anything that I think would be right for myself, you know. I don't sort of go and do anything for the sake of doing something. I, I always want to make sure it's right for me and, and my career. You mentioned <laughs> travelling from Essex to Wimbledon. Yes, that, that, that's not possible, is it? It's, well, it's, it's not doable. It <laughs> but yeah, it was. It was. It was a four-hour round trip every day. Which oh, was, Jesus! Right <laughs> easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, you got to do things. You know, you need the skills to pay the bills. What was your very first game? As a kid, you my, apparently to... my first game was the Aussie Adidas testimonial. My dad took me, and that was a time Maradona wore the number oh, ten. Oh, so yeah, nineteen yeah. wow, eighty-seven. Yeah, eighty-seven. Was it? Yeah, so that was my first proper game that I went to. But my first game as a 10, 11-year-old was Spurs-Watford. And I remember sitting in the, in the West Lower because my mum's cousin had a ticket. And he said, I'll, I'll, I'll take Anthony with me. And, and that was it. And I sort of that was the time when Darren Anderson had his first injury. And then from that, he became sick. note. one of many. Oh, <laughs> one of many, <laughs> yeah, one of many. Mm. Bless him.
2: Yeah. Who was your who's your favourite players though of the like when you growing up? And if you can tell me who your play, favourite
1: player was, say as an eleven year old, and who's your favourite player now? As an eleven year old, right, so it would have been Klinsmann or Sheringham, and then David Ginola. Yeah. But then but then I love Gaza. And then now probably Abby Kane.
3: You sounded quite confident on the uh, on the radio this morning that Kane wouldn't be off and yeah I'm just wondering where you get that confidence from because I think I just I just think it's yeah. all
1: speculation sim I just think yeah. it's more they want to make a story out of something because there's no football obviously going yeah. on I'm not saying they're making it up I just think they picked Harry Kane because he's going to be coming back from injury he's got you know he's got to play under the new manager and is it going to work isn't it going to work and I just think they just need something to to set up a little bit Yeah I
3: think Jamie Redknapp's been really sneaky with that that yeah. kind of the, the Instagram one to one he did and then They've yeah. kind of got Neville to... It's all, it's all led by Sky, isn't it? They've got Neville to kind of ramp it up on yeah, head. Yeah, and, yeah the space. And, and I
1: think, yeah. you
3: know, I just think people... I always have this thing about
1: people having a vendetta against Spurs, you know? When no, we're doing yeah. well, <laughs> they don't like it, we're lucky. And when we're not doing well, we're not investing and we're not playing well. So I just think the best way is just to prove people wrong and just go about your business quietly, yeah. you know? Yeah. There was times when we could have won the league. You know, when Leicester won it, we played the best football of that year, but no one remembers that because we mm. didn't win nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. It, for me, it's all about winning trophies, man. I don't want to be that Spurs fan that is happy to finish fourth every year and getting knocked out of the Champions League and then getting beat seven-two against <laughs> Bayern Munich. That's not that's, what I'm about. I, I want to win. That's trophies. brilliant. Yeah. That's really
2: interesting to hear that.
1: Just go
0: back to Gaza because you mentioned him just now. Where were you for his free kick? Because I was up in the stand. I and was,
1: went... He was up in the stand. I was in, I was in my flat with my dad and my mum watching it, just jumping for joy. And I remember screaming out the window and these two people walking past. Yeah. we like, oh, wicked, have Arsenal scored? And yeah. I went, no, mate, it's Gazza. Yeah. Gaza's just scored, mate. I had a really high <laughs> yeah. voice, obviously. Yeah. And these people, these blokes looked up and I'll never forget their faces and just shook their heads. Do you remember the John Motson or Barry
0: Davis commentary? He's not going to try yeah. from there, is he? He is, you know. <laughs> he is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great, great,
2: great, great, great Well, Anthony, it's been great sort of a little uh, trawl down memory lane for you. And, yeah. Uh, especially for myself being a huge fan. And, Bless um, you, mate. Possibly one day you might join us <clears> Essex boys out on a, a night out of a few beers. And Peter, it must be great for you to have a little bit of a throwback for your singer-songwriting days. Yeah, yes, yeah, right. Sure. And, so, and so it's been brilliant. Thanks for having you on the show, and uh, Peter and Sim, thanks for having on the show. Thanks, um, guys, guys. Cheers, guys. Guys, if you can keep safe and keep your distance, we'll see you all tomorrow for a review of season two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, which incredibly is our last trophy win. So see you all tomorrow, guys. Cheers. Thanks for cheers. The cheers. Have Bye, a guys. guys.